Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl, concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, sitting in the uh, the big chair. The, well, they're all kind of the same size chairs, I guess. Uh, but I'll be sitting. No, no, in the, yours is bigger. Is this bigger? <laughs> Across. Well, yeah. <laughs> um, and I'll be uh, driving the program here for the rest of the rest of the two hours that uh, we hopefully you stay with us. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Uh, all, but uh, you listen, you guys know I don't do this by myself. On my right is the right hand man, the great, 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 great. Great, great, great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to corporate. Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Ah, oh, good to be back. Well, kind of. Kind of. Stop playing. Well, it, it's Stop it's playing. It's with still that, good, but we're Stop playing with kind of back. Kind of back. Yeah, yeah, we're, yeah. We're still in yeah. quarantine. Yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll we will explain that. Yeah. And again, like just uh-huh. like last week, we'll let you explain that again. Let me bring in the uh, the other uh, compadre here on my on my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort. Please welcome back, Attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. Thank Earl, you, how come when he brings you ammo, it's hermetically sealed, and I just get mine in a cardboard box? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean hermetically sealed? <laughs> it's a Ziploc bag. A uh, hermetic. Right. Listen, it's not only a Ziploc bag; it's a Ziploc bag that cigars normally come yeah. in. Yeah, so you know. So it's it's like a it's like a humidor bag. It's tobacco completely huh? sailed. Yeah. Um, yeah let's uh, let me tell the story here. I got um, I got some ammunition from a, uh, a a mutual friends of ours, and they were looking to uh, uh, downsize on some guns and some ammo. Yeah, these guns that they had acquired over the years from friends and relatives, like a lot of us do. They'd recently moved and decided. Um, and listen, he's got. 30 or 40 guns that he kept. I, let's say that. But he had, you know, eight or 10 that he was like, oh, these are just not part of my collection. I, I can part with them. Um, so they, uh, we put them back into uh, an FFL so they can be uh, background. You know, somebody wants to purchase them, do a background check, and they get possession of them. Well, they had a bunch of ammo also. Part of that was some 40 caliber ammo. And, uh, and you don't like 40 caliber. I'm not a 40 cal guy. Not a 40 cal guy. Listen, I, I, I ripped myself how much a 40. of the 40 cal I've gotten from him over the years. Oh, uh-huh. well, well, every time I open up a new green can of Tupperware, you know, uh, military Tupperware cans. And uh, I'm like, where did that 40 come from? I'm pretty sure I leave, if I leave two in a can, 
that I go back a year later, there's going to be about 200 rounds in there. Yeah. They're, they're going to make 40 cal see, reproduces in my house. That's why you know 40 cal is not gay. Yeah, exactly. Because it can reproduce. <laughs> yeah. it can reproduce. It, 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 it does. It does. Um, but this uh, this mutual friend of ours gave me a bunch of 40. Now, the stuff that was sealed in boxes went right on the shelf, you know, at, uh, at, at this FFL. Well, there was a bunch that was not sealed in boxes. So it's split up between an open box and a Ziploc bag between Kevin and Earl because they are 40 cal guys. I am not. I well, am, I'm a 40 cal guy. He's a, den, a 10 mil light. He, he's a 10 light. Yeah, <laughs> he's a 10, a, ten, a 10 light guy. A 10 light. Um, yeah, I, um, I, 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 don't, I think I've told this story before. I've, uh, just over the years, I've, I've never been a, a 40 fan. Nothing wrong with the 40 if that's what you choose. You know, listen, I'm going to poke fun at you. You know, my little saying is uh, 40 cal, all of the stopping power of a nine with all the kick of a 45. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, got, I think I, I got frustrated with 40 uh, working, doing training with law enforcement when 40 would get mixed with nine, most of those people weren't smart enough to realize it was a different caliber. And you'd see them, why doesn't this gun fit in, or this bullet fit in this gun, or why did this bullet slide through my barrel? You know, you know? Um, So I was like, you know, I, I, I've always been a 45 guy, so let me just get rid of 40. And I use nine as my target ammo because it's just a lot cheaper when I do training. So I had no purpose for 40. And I got rid of all my 40 at the house uh, and it took probably two years to get through everything and find all the little stashes and, and hiding spots. Oh, yeah. That's and, where I put that. Yeah, exactly. Exactly right. And um, uh, now every once in a while, like I said, I'll open something up and there'll be 40 in there. And I'll be like, well, Kevin's getting another birthday present. <laughs> you know, that's a, I know it's seven months till his birthday, but he's getting another birthday present. Uh, well, when my father passed away three, four years ago, my house was 40 clean. Done. Mm -hmm. 40 done. Now, you guys may remember the story. My father was a cop for 48 years. Well, when he passed away, he was still on the job. I went and picked up his firearm from the local agency, and they gave it to me. Damn sure it was a 40 cal. (laughs) (laughs) So it's like I finally got rid of all the 40 cal, and my dead father left me a 40 cal. (laughs) So I have one magazine of 40 cal in the house with his gun, Separately, they're not. It's not stored with the ammo in the gun, but I keep one mag of that ammo just with his gun, uh, just so it's it's there. That's all at forty cal I got. So now every time somebody says to me, "Hey, I've got some ammo for you," I know it's going to be forty. <laughs> I just absolutely <laughs> know it's going to be forty. <laughs> and it's the one one caliber you don't want. Yep, yep. And Kevin and Earl have been the recipients of that kind of luck for years now. <laughs> Doesn't bother me a bit. <laughs> you know, talking about ammo, uh, there's been a run. That's everybody's yep. looking for for ammunition. Yep. Oh yeah. And uh, I've got some friends in Sanford that run a, a place called Matchpoint Ammo. Right. And Matchpoint is all out of ball ammunition. Yes. But surprisingly, they have five, five, six, nine millimeter, forty five, three hundred blackout, and forty cal frangible. Right. Mm. And it's not really more expensive. By much than the yeah, ball like ammo. you said, a couple cents, you yeah, less than a nickel. It's not a lot. Yeah. It's not a lot yeah. of money more. Yeah. So if you want ammo, and you want to use it for personal defense, you can call them or look them up at matchpointammo.com, and uh, they can get you get you squared away. Listen, and, fr- frangible is a great training ammo. I mean, that's what it's designed for. And so if you're it'll also a, do yeah. a, a, quite a bit of business on a hog if you shoot it with the oh, 300 yeah. blackout. Well, yeah, because yeah. frangible means it's only frangible against steel. Yeah, mm-hmm. yes, not no, it, soft target. Right. No, it it will not go through two layers of drywall. 
It won't go through a, to a double layer drywall. Right. But it'll go through a person's chest. Yeah. But, you know, you can't have, don't have to worry about shooting a police officer with it because it'll just bounce off his body armor. Don't shoot police officers. No. Let's say that. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No, I mean, if you have somebody break in your house and oh, yeah. you thought it was a, yeah. the yeah. bad guy and yeah. it turns out yeah. it's the SWAT team because they were at the wrong you were, house. You were talking yeah. the wrong way on the internet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if it says Motley Crew across their chest, it might be the SWAT team. Right, right. Because sometimes they'll do that, you know, just to. Oh, yeah. yeah. Cops have sense of humor, too. They do, too. Yeah. So if you need uh, training ammo or a good substitute defense ammo, right. fr- frangible will work. Yeah. And this place has got it. And it's only a couple cents over full metal jacket ammo. Oh, and <laughs> they have all the 380 or 38 you want. So if it gets really bad, you can just use your wife's gun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. He said that because yeah. somebody came in and yeah. that's all he had. And they right. went, OK, I'll take some. Yeah. And what are you going to do? I'll just use my wife's gun. <laughs> I got no problem with that. That'll work. That'll work. She's still Your wife a, carries a 10 mil, too. What are you talking yeah, about? Yeah. She's well, still got to no, clean she it. she carries though. a nine. Yeah. Oh, so it's got to be one bigger than hers, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Always. Uh, hey, listen, we got some great program for you. Uh, we get back from the break. We're going to talk to you a lot about this, uh, about coronavirus, uh, about uh, your, your rights that, uh, you know, Certain and mayors the, and, and the governors. bending of them. Yes. yes. The bending of your rights. Certain mayors and governors may have decided that uh, it's the time to be a tyrant uh, and, and, and what your uh, what your response uh, could or should be. So uh, you're listening to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. We'll see you after the break. The Kel-Tec Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Kel-Tec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon. You can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. 
Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you'll like Boundary Oak Distillery. Go to BoundaryOakDistillery.com to learn more. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Hey, Earl, before we went to break, uh, we alluded to at the top of the segment that uh, we are not in our normal location. No. Now, we're in a secret location, but why are we in a secret location? Because of the COVID quarantine. Dun, dun, dun. Yeah. Uh-huh. And what's the C stand for in, in COVID? Chinese. Chinese. It's from China. It's from China. Yeah, that was what a big deal. I, did you hear the one reporter that got up there and asked him, Mr. President, do you eat Chinese food? And he went, yeah, yeah, I do eat Chinese food. I don't eat food that comes from a region in the West, in the far West. And it's, uh, I can't mention its name because it would be racist. I eat Chinese food. So, uh, By the way, the little known fact, if you're in New York... All the signs say Chinese food. If you're outside New York, all the signs say New York style Chinese food. Yeah, that, that doesn't make any <laughs> sense to me. <laughs> Not Do Chinese New, style New York, Chinese food. You know the style difference? Chinese food. <laughs> you point at a picture yeah, yeah. or you call out a number. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, yeah. apparently then, there's a lot of illiterate people buying Chinese food in New York. No and then. No and then. No and then. And then? No and then. Uh, so we were talking about loss of rights. Uh, is one of the things we want to discuss with you. There have been many, many, and let me see if I can remember them off the top of my head. The couple of governors, first off, is uh, Governor Murphy in New Jersey and Governor Newsom in California. That'd be two. They, they, they decided, and I know there's others, uh, Governor, oh, I'm sorry, Governor Inslee in Washington State. That would, that'd be three. Um, they Pennsylvania, dis- Governor Wolf. Governor four. Wolf in Pennsylvania. 
uh, they've, they've decided that during their declaration they're of gonna emergencies. They're going to marshal their forces. They're going to marshal their in, forces. In order to quarantine everybody. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, so exactly. It's not martial law if they call quarantine. it a quarantine. Yeah. Yeah. It's, cor- it's martial law if they quarantine healthy people. That's right. right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what they did when they, when they went to, uh, you know, restrictive movements, you know, we did the social distancing first, and then they went to, um, well, we went to curfews, and then we've seen the, well, we're going to do, uh, do the lockdowns. We're going to do the lockdowns, uh, you know, with, uh, with limited movements. Uh, only essential businesses are allowed to be open. And those governors, along with many, many mayors and many how do you say it, liberal government-run cities said, uh, we are going to ban uh, gun sales. We're going to stop gun sales and the sales of guns. Because they're not essential. Because it's not essential. You know what the people in California thought about that? What did the people in California think about that? Uh Uh-uh, they are too. Uh, In fact, I believe what we saw from California was, listen, um, I remember the, 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 the Rodney King riots of 92 when the police said, too dangerous to be out there and they pulled back and the police were not on the streets in los angeles for for quite a quite a decent amount of time you know they didn't burn many korean no you had the rooftop koreans yeah rooftop they, koreans. rooftop there's koreans. a there's a, yeah. there's a guy out there right now that's a little closer to my age yeah. that's just sitting on the roof of a house with an sks oh on. that's what i say he's dusting off his daewoo just, <laughs> yeah. just, yeah. let's just let's just have a conversation yep you know he's probably got a different accent now Oh yeah, he probably yeah. sounds yeah. more like me. Yeah, more like <laughs> South Central. Yeah, more, maybe maybe a little uh, Riverside, you know, perhaps maybe. you know, a little, a uh, little little uh, Hollywood Hills. You know, you never know. But anyway, uh, you have these these municipalities, these governments, these these state governments that have said no, you can't do it. Now we saw a flush of uh, of cities uh, or excuse me of, of lawsuits filed against these cities and these states from good friends at uh, you know. Um, uh, Fire Amendment Policy Foundation. Coalition, yeah. National Shooting Sports Foundation, even the NRA jumped in the game. Uh, the Second Amendment Foundation, exactly yep. like Kevin said, uh, and and they went after him, and they went after him hard. That's now, like finding Mike Wallace in your lobby. Yeah, yeah. When the Second Amendment Foundation sues you. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, in the seventies, right, 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 right. <laughs> in the seventies. So they, uh, a couple of them right away said, uh, "Oh, okay," and they, and they and they overturned what they did. N- never mind. Yeah, yeah, we're we're not going to do Rosanna, that. Rosanna, in fact, yeah. later in the program, we'll have Alexander Rubian on with us. He's going to talk about what happened in New Jersey. What a story! Oh, I like. Yeah, I, yeah. there's a video of him. Yeah, and, and getting thrown out by a couple of thugs, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. state trooper thugs in New Jersey. That's, yeah. that's right, jack booted. Yeah. yeah, exactly. There you go. Well, well, you know, they dress like they're about to invade Poland. What did you expect? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's it. Yeah. 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 Uh, and. Many of these places, again, uh, you know, did you know enacted these uh, these emergency ordinances, and they said they could they could do it under the emergency ordinance. We'll get into the legal part of that with Kevin before we finish the segment. But you, you had all the lawsuits filed, and many of them were like, "Well, fine, we're not doing it." Well, then the Department of Homeland Security did something earlier this week that uh, I'm sure was at the uh, behest of our Commander in Chief. Mm, uh, might might have been somebody in that <laughs> chain of command yeah. that went. Uh, why don't you put out an advisory? The uh, the Department of Homeland Security this past weekend, so the, a week ago, issued an advisory declaring that firearms dealers should be considered essential services, just like grocery stores, pharmacies, and hospitals, and allowed to remain open. Agency said its ruling was not a mandate, but merely guidance for cities, towns, and states as they weigh how to prevent the spread of coronavirus. Kevin, if I'm filing a lawsuit against a city that's banned firearm sales because of this, um, it's not a mandate, but this is 
guidelines from DHS. Is that got a little weight in court? That would have a little, a little <laughs> convincing of, 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 a, of a court of law. Jury might look at it and go, well, you know, there's this preemption thing. Right. And right. I'm going to use that little preemption thing about the fact that firearm sales are supposed to be mandated right. under the National Firearms Act. Correct. Controlled by the ATF. Right. And if a state wants to come in and try to usurp that, you might find out that, you know what, we're not going to let you do that anymore. You don't have any regulation over any firearms establishments anymore, ever, right. as a state or county. They only answer to the federal government. You want to talk about federalism? Yeah. Yeah. Say, say goodbye to state rights. Yeah. Yeah. Play stupid games. Win stupid prizes. Yeah. Exactly right. Yeah. Like we, I started to say, um, the sheriff, uh, Sheriff Villanueva in Los Angeles County, he banned firearm sales there. In fact, banned it, unbanned it, banned it, then unbanned it, you know, <laughs> depending on what the order was given. Uh, as uh, you go back okay. to the Rodney King riots in 92, the police left. How can you expect people to defend themselves if they don't have the opportunity to purchase a firearm? When you know that the police history has been to you know put the car in R and uh, and, and leave and get out of there, mm-hmm. leave. Um, and especially with all the different agencies that are releasing, uh, oh boy, prisoners yeah. out yeah. of jail, yeah, because they're afraid that they're going to have uh, COVID nineteen spreading through the jail. That that still doesn't make sense to me. You know what makes sense for me with that? I could see that we don't want coronavirus to spread through the jail. Okay, here's an idea: anybody arrested from this day forward. Goes to a different place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just, they, you know. they had a bunch of kids in Kentucky got yeah. caught having a corona party. Yeah. Guess what they're doing? Yeah. They're living in a gymnasium at a college now for yep. the next month. Boy, there are some mad parents. But there's not nearly going to be a bad as, oh, by the way, no phones. Yeah. Oh, no boy. phones. Yeah. Uh-oh. This yeah. is a book. Yeah. <laughs> this is a book. <laughs> oh, by the way, boys over here. Yep. Girls over there. Yep. Binaries over here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Others uh-huh. over here. Over here. Yeah. Uh, you don't get to associate. We're not going to be dealing with. Uh, we grounded you, and now you're having a baby. Yeah. We're not, yeah, right, not going right. to be having that problem. Yeah. Because then they'll be uh, they'll be going to the state looking for the uh, looking for the subsidy check because uh, I yeah, wouldn't have exactly. had this baby if it wasn't for you. They made me have a child. Yeah. Right. 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 Exactly. Um, so there, there's a lot to be considered out there. Uh, you know, and, and, and thank goodness we've got people like. Uh, SAF and NSSF and, and FPC, like we talked about, out there filing these lawsuits. And, you know, listen, for those out there, and I don't, I don't want to get off on, you know, too much pumping up President Trump, but for those of you out there that say this is not a Second Amendment guy or he's not as pro-gun as you want to be because he let bump stocks be banned, I want you to realize what he just did. This, was, this is the biggest move that this president has made for Second Amendment since he's been in. He just said all guns, all guns. Everybody has the right to purchase whatever gun is legal where they are. Yeah. This guy just laid down the law on firearms. So I'm sorry. If you don't think he's a Second Amendment supporter, I think you need to reexamine why you don't like him. The, the part that I'm finding enormously hilarious is the people that are going to these gun stores and then offer more money so they could take it home today. Well, California. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, uh, didn't I'd, like realize. To, I'd like to buy a gun. Well, there's a 10-day wait. No, no, I want to use the loophole. <laughs> there is no loophole. No, loophole. <laughs> no, I've been listening. It's all over the news. You yeah. can do, I could order this on the internet. Yeah. Can't you just ship it to my house? Okay, go ahead. Go, inter- <laughs> go internet shop. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. It'll, it'll work out fine. Uh-huh. You get an airsoft gun. It'll work. Yeah, absolutely crazy. Absolutely ridiculous. You know all that gun control you voted for? Yep. There yeah. you go. This is how Congratulations. it works. Yep. But it's a national emergency. I need it. 
yeah, get in line. Yeah, you are. You are. See you, you in ten days. You are. You are what you reap. You know, you, the vo- voting has consequences. Uh-huh. So, so there you go. And not voting has consequences. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely right. Absolutely right. Sometimes uh, it's not who you vote for; it's who you vote against. Exactly right. Exactly right. Um, hey, listen, uh, we get back uh, next segment. We're going to be talking to our friends at Arbor Arms. We did a uh, product with you with them. So stick around and then uh, we'll see you at the uh, the bottom of the hour before we lead you into the end of the, the end of the hour. So we'll see you after the break. Me, I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit, no problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone, that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the quitter in you at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please feel free to remind them to go to SSS.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. 
Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the uh, Ideal Conceal Mobile Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Folks, we're here at SHOT Show, SHOT Show 2020. It's, uh, it's not even close to winding down. I think we're about halfway through, another three, four weeks this is going on. I, I think it is, because this is it's a, it's a long week. It's a long week, folks. But we, uh, we walk around, we find good people, we find, uh, we find the, right, the right products that we want you to have. Listen, we, honestly, we got people throwing products at us all day long that want a review done. We're not doing it like that. We do reviews that are uh, for products that we know are good and with people we, we want to hook you up with. So I want to bring in our, our, our next guest is uh, Nick Brunari from uh, Arbor Arms. Nick, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me, Mike. Hey, uh, tell us a little bit about uh, Arbor Arms first. And if we got to talk about uh, a little bit about Nick in the meantime, let's do that. All right. Uh, well, the company was founded by myself and uh, my business partner, John Zamolin. Uh, we grew up together. We're both homeschooled, and our uh, mothers were both uh, pacifists and <laughs> warm and fuzzy about everything. Right, uh, right. And so, consequently, we both went to the most violent places we could find when we right. went in the military. Uh, so John went to the recon community, and I uh, okay. grew up in Third Ranger Battalion. And um, so I was fortunate enough to participate in the initial response to 9/11, jumping right. into Afghanistan October 19th of 01. Um, spinning up immediately and basically just staging until that. And then uh, fast forward a little bit to Iraq, did uh, the invasion of Iraq with 3rd Infantry Division. Right. And, uh, and then uh, after that, I'd been deployed because I was part of the buildup yeah. um, for about three years, almost continuous with a few breaks. So in order to uh, attempt to uh, save my marriage, I left, <laughs> left active duty. Yeah, I've had that threat before too. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. So uh, in the long run, it didn't work out, but nevertheless, right, right. we it was the choice we made at the time, and right, so right. I had a went in the IRR for a little while, right. uh, did some school, you know, used the GI Bill, and yep. tried to find jobs I liked, and right. then uh, which uh, and then I, I got uh, tricked into joining the reserves <laughs> by my brother-in-law. Yeah. So yeah, listen, if you thought an active duty uh, uh, recruiter was uh, was slick, you know, wait till you meet one of these uh, one of these guys, these reserve recruiters right. going through the IRR roles, looking at guys. Play, playing on there. Hey, don't you miss it? Don't right, you miss right. it? You know. So, uh, uh, consequently, um, I went. I went into the intel field, uh, which I was able to pitch to my ex-wife as uh, not dangerous. Right, you know, right. it's not, I'm not in the infantry right. anymore. So, right. So I did that for uh, for a while and um, caught a deployment as a reservist. Did uh, transition from OAF to uh, New Dawn. Okay. Uh, okay. Which was. You know, different shades of terrible. Yeah, uh, right. We still had targets, but couldn't get anybody to do anything because nobody mm -hmm. wanted to oh boy. go outside the wire anymore. Yep, Very yep. risk-averse environment when the Obama administration kicked off. So. Yep, absolutely. Yep. And uh, we passed the last combat troops in Iraq leaving wow. as we went in. Okay. And then the same units that had been rotating through Iraq were rotating back to Iraq. Right, and right. they were, But they were stabilization brigades now. Yeah, they yeah. weren't infantry brigades <laughs> or heavy brigades. So. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, them. nevertheless. Yeah. So yeah. I did that deployment. And then uh, after that, I uh, was qualified so I, uh, for a position as a contractor. So I picked up a contract with uh, one of my reserve unit mates, had a, was a program director oh, okay. at uh, Joint IED Defeat Organization. So right. I worked on uh, um, uh, special programs for Jaedo for a while, did a deployment to Afghanistan and supported right. the Marines in Helmand Province oh, for, about, for about six months yeah. in 2012, which was pretty sporty for IEDs. Uh, yep, yep. So that's uh, you know a bulk of my experience. But as far as the gear goes, well, well that's just it. Listen, you know, the, 
that you're you're not uh, you're not doing that without gear. You know, yeah, you're doing for sure. that, you're doing that with gear. I remember when we were there, we were uh, wearing substandard gear the first day. Listen, I went over in 04, 05, 06, uh, and it was substandard then. I can imagine what jumping in at uh, in 01 is like. You know, with that gear, yeah. probably wearing a, a steel a steel helmet and a, and a <laughs> flak jacket. Well, I was luckily enough to be with uh, Ranger Regiment, so all right. the things that would be normal in about <laughs> 2005 were standard for us then because we were testing it for the army. So okay. we actually had pretty good equipment for for the time. Obviously, right. it would be substandard now, but it yeah, was yeah, high yeah. speed at the time. Right, right. Uh, so, but all along the way, I've always modified my equipment right. and uh, and just solved problems essentially. Right. And right. Um, so. After 2012, was kind of looking for something to do, and um, I've done several other things, gone to school, be a machinist, a few other things, and uh, continued my reserve career. Um, but after I left contracting, I was trying to find something that I could do more long-term and stay around my kids, not be deployed as much. So, right, uh, oh, and that's that's the goal. <clears throat> mm -hmm. So I started working towards the gear stuff in like the 2016 in a more serious way. And okay. Then, okay. And then I linked back up with John, who was. Uh, coming from California. He had been uh, one of the f um, founding members of Ares Armor. Oh, and, okay. And, and after the co that company dissolved right. through various... Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we understand. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. that all happened. The, the company's gone now. Yeah, yep, we got that. Right, and yep. so John came back to the uh, Verde Valley where we grew up and we ran into each other kind of caught back up and realized we'd both been that guy with a sewing machine in the barracks. Right, yeah, yeah, and, that's uh, me. <laughs> yeah, so we uh, had been modifying stuff for quite some time, so, well, yeah, exactly, right? So, um, basically decided to take a run at uh, bringing our two kind of methodologies and mindsets and experience together and and starting a company. So, in 2017, we started Arbor Arms. Right. Uh, our flagship products is our cummerbund kits, okay. which are a vast improvement on existing cummerbunds. Tell everybody what a cummerbund kit is, because we got some guys out there that they're not familiar with this. Kit. They know what a kit, they know the kit, they know the plate carriers, but what's a cummerbund? Sure. Okay. So the cummerbund is the bit of the carrier that wraps around your uh, your midsection, and uh, usually uh, a lot of formats it's a um, either elastic or it's got some sort of molly panels, and it has a Velcro closure where you're lifting the front flap and and right. tucking those two panels down and then f put your flap yep. down. Yep. Uh, with our system, um, it deletes that whole Velcro aspect, which is a rated item. It's only good for a certain number of uh, uh, of cycles. Yeah, pulls, I guess. Yeah, be, yeah, and also you get dirt, blood, grease, oh, yeah. anything yep. into Velcro, it stops the function. So yep. with our system, we use a buckle system. So initially we offered uh, the Austria Alpine Cobra buckle that with a it's essentially like a spreader bar that transi transitions from the Austria Alpine buckle to our proprietary slotted molly elastic, okay. which um, allows you to uh, attach pouches to the inside and the outside of the same slot. Okay. So uh, other people have done elastic cummerbunds and other people have done molly cummerbunds, but you can't uh, make molly elastic um, by sewing it because the needle damages the elastomers and it makes right. the elastic fail. Right, right. Uh, so ours is actually made by... Uh, a manufacturer in the United States for us, and it's actually woven in a Molly configuration. So, look at the pictures of it now, and it's uh, it's absolutely amazing, folks. And if you want to follow along, or definitely at the end of the program, it's 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 ArborArmsUSA.com, ArborArmsUSA.com. And as you're listening here uh, to the program, you can catch it over there on Facebook too. We'll throw some pictures up at you as well. So the the elastic is kind of the heart of that system. Works really well. Lets you breathe. Keeps your armor where it's supposed to be. Keeps it tight against your body, but without constricting your movement and performance. 
So uh, that being the case, uh, we made quite a few carriers where the anchor is in, in the uh, front, under the front flap under that Velcro. So once you install our, our anchors, you never have to lift that Velcro again, stays nice and fresh, holds nice and strong, and also allows you to doff and don quickly, quietly. Right, right. yeah, um, which so, is nice rather than Yeah, instead yeah, of that, the yeah, the old Velcro. Yeah, there you go, exactly. So uh, it streamlines that. Um, and we also, you know, people who aren't able to get the high, most high-speed gear possible right. are near and dear to our hearts. Uh, we've all been privates at one point. Yeah. And, uh, and so we, two of our primary kits that we uh, are proud to offer are the, uh, our kit for the IOTV. Okay. And for the Marine Corps issue play carrier, the Frickett uh, FRC kit RS. Right. right. And the FRC kit IOTV. And both of those basically drastically improve a substandard product made by a manufacturer who Sub, shall remain nameless. Substandard company. That, yeah, 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 that yeah, somehow yeah, manages yeah. to continue to get yep. government contracts in the multi-thousand unit range. It's all who you know. Yep. It's all who you know. So, uh, but it uh, basically, um, those designs are, are bad, but essentially the plate bags are okay because it's right. a plate bag. It's Right. And, right. The, and if you put a better cummerbund on it, it vastly improves the ride of that carrier. Right. And, um, you know, that reduces bulk adds to speed you know and we think speed security and so right. right and also keeping the armor constrained where it's where it's supposed to be and keeping it close to the body the farther away it is from the body the more angles hurt right. you so that's it um so that's that's kind of our flagship flagship product was those cummerbund kits and then we started building our own carriers from the ground up you got, and, they're, and they're wonderful carriers they're, they're great and i'm going to tell you folks as we run up against the clock check them at arbor arms usa it's arborarmsusa.com you're buying veteran when you buy it you're buying experience when you buy it and uh and, and it's it's a great product and a new friend of the program so Nick, uh, thank you for joining us here on the show. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks for the time, and uh, I hope you come see us at arborarmsusa.com. The Keltech PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltech. See more at keltechweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. 
Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Got a question for the guys? Well, you can reach them by going to armsroomradio.com. Now, more Arms Room Radio live, coast to coast and around the world, with Mike and the guys in the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. The following segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by SnagMag, the premier concealed magazine holster. Check them out today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. I want to thank uh, Nick there from Arbor Arms. Don't forget to go to arborarmsusa.com. That's arborarmsusa.com, and you can see uh, all the cool stuff Nick has got there. So that was a, that was a shot show interview. I think we got to one or two more left. Did uh, something like. 50 or 60 interviews while yeah, we were out there. Yeah, so, yeah. You know, it was he keeps crazy. telling us how hard yeah. he was working yeah, while he was, was out there. Hey, it was, uh-huh. it's, yeah. it's working sure. two hours a day out there uh-huh. like that. You know, yeah. Trying to save your voice for yeah. the meetings you have later in the uh-huh. evenings. You know, it's uh-huh. a meetings. Yeah. 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 Meetings. Meetings. Sure. Yeah. I meet yeah. with people and discuss stuff. Stuff. Yeah. Business. Yeah. Things uh-huh. like that. What? You writing a book? Things like that. Kevin, I got into a discussion this week. I'm sure the same discussion you know you and Earl have had with other people. Uh, about the Earl and I don't talk to other people. The, the, the yeah. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's social distance. Just, just a, lot of, <laughs> lot of, a lot of a lot of a lot of shouting. <laughs> um, about the legitimacy and the enforceability of these uh, these orders that we see come from uh, local mayors and uh, city county level, uh, or even some of these governors, where they say can't be out after curfew or you can't do you can't leave your house because you're not essential. Um, and I, I'm always quick to point out the supremacy clause. Of the Constitution, which yes. basically says you cannot create a law that goes against the Constitution. Right. Well, we had in Tampa, Florida this past week a, a pastor, uh, his church, decent-sized church, who uh, the, the sheriff came down and told him you can't have church anymore because it's a, it's a collection, a congregation of people getting together. And the, uh, I believe the pastor up front said something along the lines of, listen, we're taking the necessary precautions. And what they did was... They had all the hand sanitizers. Uh-huh. They had gloves available. They had masks available. And they let all of the uh, patrons sit in family groups. So if you had a family of four or five there, you got to sit together. But then there was six feet between you and other families at the church. And that's right. what their video showed. They did a live feed on it. Well, the sheriff said that wasn't good enough and came back and said, I order you to stop having church. And the pastor said, I'll stop having church on the day of the rapture. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, and um, um, they put a warrant out. It's a, now in Florida. It's a misdemeanor second degree, which is the lowest criminal level in Florida, and the only level that a government body below the state can create a crime for—an ordinance crime. It's the highest ordinance violation. Uh, and they filed a warrant. They picked him up in his county, which was two counties over, uh, and they picked him up and arrested him. Yeah, this is all sorts of First Amendment violations. Oh, there's more than that. Oh, yeah. Speak to me, a uh, legal one. Uh, <laughs> the, the Constitution of the United States says there will be no state religion. 
that means there will be no absence of a religion either. Right. So you can't say, I can't practice my religion. People do not like that there are Muslims living here, but it is not illegal to be Muslim in the United States. Right, right. Go to Japan and see how many Muslims you find. Yeah. It's illegal in Japan to be Muslim. Yeah. We have freedom of religion here. So my recommendations to that sheriff is that he go ahead and start making calls to all of his donors yeah. to put forth a defense fund because that's going to be a 1983 violation, enforcement under color of law of an illegal arrest. Yeah. They're going to put their hand in his pocket, and he's going to have to write some big checks, yeah. both personally and from his department and from his county. Yeah. His county manager is probably flipping out right now. Right. You did. I'm sorry. What? You did what? Okay. You couldn't just take him over in the corner and go, listen, if you know, please don't do this. Yeah, here's a notice to appear or something. Don't, if we're going to make it a court battle. Yeah, but you're going to arrest him. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, uh, they would call that a KFC moment. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ka freaking ching. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I couldn't have gotten over there fast enough to go, hey, 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 right. hey, what are you doing? Yeah. Right. Need yeah. a lawyer? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I'll do this at discount. Yeah, because I this think it's gonna I, be so easy. It's not gonna be funny. I heard. I think I heard something that the the that sheriff actually even made the mistake of saying that it was an illegal assembly. Yeah, you yeah. Ju- and, I mean, and we we have the freedom to assemble. Right. It's, um, it's not a political. Now you can limit some political get-togethers. Sure, you can. And, and you can you can limit some get-togethers if they've indicated therefore nefarious reasons. So. Uh, Black Panthers, Ku Klux right. Klan, right. you know, if, if you militias, right. if you're going to go try to, you know, uh, I have the police come out to my place all the time. Are you doing militia training? What's no. What militia training? What is are that? you talking about? <laughs> well, you have like four people here and they're all dressed the same. Yeah, because we issue a T-shirt. Yeah. <laughs> so they're gray shirts and I'm wearing a red shirt. Yeah. Why? Because the first rule of the range is don't shoot the guy in the red shirt. Don't shoot the red shirt. <laughs> yeah, it's the yeah, yeah, first, yeah. first rule yeah, of the range. Yeah. I'm RSO. You don't shoot the RSO even by accident. Right. right. You don't shoot the RSO. Ooh. Right. Right. That's why. We, we not, it's not a uniform. It's, it's, a, it's a T-shirt. Yeah. Calm down. Right. Right. Did you want to train? <laughs> what? Yeah. Got some free do, ammo here for you. Do you want to train? Yeah. I mean, we practice. We got yeah. range ammo. You want to train? Oh, I shoot a 40 cal. It's not a problem here. <laughs> you can train. So yeah. do we. Yeah, we got free 40 cal here. Yeah, so just come on. <laughs> sit down. Sit down. Um, yeah, listen, we've, and we, we've, we've, we've talked about it before with, with assembly. And I, and I know assembly is a weird one because you see, well, I got to get a permit to, you know, to, have a, to go assemble. Uh, that's because you're going, you want to assemble someplace where there's traffic flow and there's people. And they have to make sure you know, it's not going to interfere it's with traffic or provide law enforcement officers. It's not an assembly on your officers. property. Correct, correct. It's not an yeah. assembly. It's an assembly yeah. if it's in public. Correct. And you're going to use the facilities yeah. of the county yeah. in order to have your event. Yeah. And there's a fee usually that goes along with that. Yeah. But if you're having it on your own private property, right. it's not really an assembly. And that's what the church was. Yeah. It's pretty much. It definitely pretty belongs much. to the church. Yeah. 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 And, um, and like, like they said, you know, it was, it was a, and I know it's a congregation at the church, but it was because people were congregating and that's what he said was the violation. And I was like, really? You think the congregation might have congregated? You know, yeah, could that, you have made that, that a little was bit not easier a really, for the court? It's not a really good <laughs> surprise. Yeah, you know what? It, it's like calling someone who is African-American a trigger. Your diction needs to be perfect when you do that. <laughs> and calling this a congregation, they're congregating illegally, was a really, really <laughs> bad choice of words. Yeah, right. You know, we are going to... 
embark on when the Christians went to Jerusalem. Yes. Crusade. Crusade. Yes. We're going to go on a crusade yeah, when go. they when they bombed 9-11. I was like, no, no, no. Mock snakes on the crusade. Don't say crusade. No, no, that's, no, 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 that's a bad plan. Yeah. Don't use that word. That's yeah. it. And don't call it the fatherland. Yeah. Yeah, don't call it the, yeah, hold. Oh, call wait, it no. the motherland. Yeah. Russians got that covered up. Yeah, don't yeah, call it the yeah, fatherland. That's it's it. a, not a good yeah. idea. This land the is homeland. Yeah, the call homeland. it the homeland. There you go. That's right. It's almost as bad, but not quite as bad. It's not the same tone. So here's the tips we're trying to give you folks. Listen, you're going to see a lot of these orders come out. You're going to see a lot of these. They're still coming out all over the place, and they're telling you you, you can't leave your house. Now, listen, I'm, like Kevin said earlier, you, you, you quarantine sick people. You, uh, you, you, know, you enslave well people. Yeah, right. Um, you know, you got to live your life. You got to make your living. You know, first off, don't tell me I can't go work uh, and provide for my family. You know, I, I have one of those jobs where it doesn't happen remotely on a computer on Zoom. You know, I, I can't do that. Or you can't do that. No. Huh? You know, um, but he's essential. He's essential. He's yeah. an essential. He's essential. I've now, thanks to the Department of Homeland Security, I'm essential. Uh, and all three of us wear a media badge. So. <laughs> and, and, and I got deputized. So yeah, you did. I'm yeah, good. So Kevin's deputized. Yeah. Um, so be cautious. Hey, listen, if, over here. If, if you've got a, if you've got a uh, uh, elderly people in your family, people with illnesses, you know, allergies, asthma, that kind of stuff, you put them at home, home, home arrest. You know, quarantine them. Keep them safe. Uh, but I'm, I should be allowed, and the Constitution says so, I should be allowed to continue my life uh, while, you quarantine your, while you quarantine your family. I'll tell you what, this is this something, to, and we'll get with this on the next, in the next hour, we'll start with this. Um, nowhere in the Constitution does it say, under an emergency order, you have the ability to suspend my rights. Our founding fathers were well aware of pandemics and epidemics and knew what oh, they yeah. could do to oh, the population. Yeah. Cholera and, I mean, that kind of stuff happened yeah. then all the time. Did you see anywhere in the Constitution they say, except for cholera, then you can suspend the Bill no, of Rights? Yeah. Because that's a lot more dangerous than this virus. Absolutely right. They knew what they did when they wrote that document, and it was purposely not put in there. Because what you get is, the, is you give tyrants an excuse Right. To be tyrants when this Oh, what? Right. Those people have cholera. Yep. No, they don't. Um, well, I folks, said they do. Folks, that's it for the first hour. Stick around. When we get back after uh, after the six-minute break, we we're gonna have, we'll have more for you. Until then, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And if you are ready, stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity, not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com.
If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo. Hey, greetings to all the patriotic Americans. This is Colonel Allen West, and you're listening to Arms Room Radio. And stand at attention when I'm talking. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America! It's Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. With Mike, Kevin, and Earl. Concealed carry, gun safety, the law, the latest gear, and more. You'll get it all right here, and you can connect with the guys at armsroomradio.com. Tweet, message, email, snap, or mind meld with them right now. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast, and around the world. Now, here's Mike. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. My name is Mike. I'll be uh, guiding us through the remaining hour of our program. Uh, we promise to bring you all things gun, all the gun time. Hey, let me introduce you to my compatriots in the room here with me. On my right, the right-hand man, the great, 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 great grandson of Daniel Boone. Please welcome him back. His name is Earl. Talk to Approve memos. Lead a workshop. Remember birthdays. Yeah, good to be back. Good to be back. Great Man, to have you back, sir. That break goes by quick. Oh boy, it gets quicker every time. Yeah, I know. It used to especially seem like it takes as far forever. away from us as the bathroom is now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. And the fact that you have to escort us because it's a secure facility. Secure facility. Secure facility. Which is weird feeling, sort of. <laughs> uh, it's awkward. that bunker feeling. It's that yeah, bunker it is. feeling. It, yeah. Well, just, the men's room's called the the storm shelter. Storm shelter. Yeah, that's <laughs> that. And he just wants to check out your watch. Yeah, that's true. Nice watch. It's new, actually. (laughs) (laughs) On my left, the courtroom assassin, the legal ninja, maximum effort, attorney Kevin Maxwell. Thank you, Michael. By the way. Yes, sir. I'm still open. Oh, yes. Yes. You're in essential service. Yeah. No, you call my cell phone. I'm still going to answer. Yeah. You know, I'm not getting my child support. Is your spouse working? Yeah. Yeah. um, Or ex-spouse working or or baby parent (laughs) working. Um, (laughs) I'm not getting my time sharing. Right. Are you laughing? Yeah. Are you crying? Yeah, right. Because, you know, I've seen one issue where the mother has the children at the father's home and they're sheltering in place because one of the kids apparently came back positive. So nobody's leaving the house. She brought him a case of beer and put it on the front porch and then backed off and filmed him. And he's like, thank you. <laughs> he's trying to homeschool four kids yeah. between oh the ages of 12 and 7. Yeah. 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 One of, the, 
One of the kids at my home school this week called it a bomb threat. <laughs> well, you know, little, I've started putting liquor in every room so I can go bar hopping. <laughs> my, my thing is, is with with everybody homeschooling, they're about to realize the teacher wasn't a problem. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Yep. You know what? I'm I'm going to get written up by the principal. Uh-huh. That's right. Because somebody about to get a timeout <laughs> in the yard. Right, right. <laughs> Kevin, I saw a story this week that made me think of you. I wanted to get you the information. Um, for those of you that heard us talk about it before, Kevin had a, um, a shrapnel injury uh, yeah, you know, yeah, 20, a, 30 years it, ago, something like that? Well, it, yeah, 91-ish. Okay. And uh, which left you without the ability to smell. No, well, let me take that back. Kevin smells. I but, stink. But, but he cannot smell I, things. I, I, I cannot it's, determine well, many aromas. Correct. It, it has li- heavily limited his yes. ability. My, yes. my sense yes. of smell does return periodically because I believe it is a neurological injury. Yes. And uh, so if I am impaired, and, and this was noticed by my niece right. during a Disney trip uh, where we were drinking around Epcot and yes. then back again, yep. and we stopped in the French thing, and I went, oh, that smells nice. And she went, you can smell that. And I went, I, I actually can. <laughs> and, and it's because I was impaired. <laughs> he, he drank around the world twice. <laughs> uh, well, I, it was my ex-son-in-law, and he was trying to show he could, and so... Oh, my 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 oldest daughter said, you've ruined my perfectly good boyfriend. And I was like, yeah, well, you know, you know what? Play stupid games. Yeah, stupid prize. Right. Now he gets a puke in a parking lot. (laughs) (laughs) And and I drove home. All of us. Yeah. Because. I'm made of iron. Yeah, yeah, Uh yeah, that's right. That's right. But I don't really have much of a sense of smell unless I'm impaired. So I saw a, a story out of, uh, out of the United Kingdom, Britain and the United Kingdom there, uh, and all of its aisles and properties. And it said um, from their health ministry that the loss of the sense of smell and or the loss of the sense of taste uh, is an indicator for exposure and, and perhaps uh, the creation of coronavirus in an individual. And I thought, wow, Kevin may not had a shrapnel injury he just might have had coronavirus for the last you know 25 years or so <laughs> well that he, explains he why i don't have it and you two are completely up. tasteless so is yeah. that why that's true we've that's all true. three yeah. got yeah. it yeah, yeah. We, we, yeah. we could all have it yeah, yeah. kevin yeah. smells and we don't have any taste yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah. that's true okay. that's it yeah. well, well you hang too, out with me yeah. Yeah. clearly you don't have any Touché. taste i do dress well though yeah yeah you do today but i do you do um hey let's hit on uh i said we'd get back to it this segment we're talking about something with the founding fathers um, and we just want to rehash it once again because we, we got caught in the last minute, last segment that came up. Um, the founding fathers, again, as Kevin pointed out, with cholera and all sorts of other diseases, um, they were well aware of pandemics and epidemics. Absolutely. Uh, many of them. In fact, I would bet to say that every one of them had had loss in their family due to illness uh, back in the uh, 1700s. Oh, um, yeah. At, at a minimum. Commonly. At a minimum. It, it, it would kill those kinds of diseases would wreak havoc on communities. Right. But they would self-limit. They would stop themselves from spreading it. Yes. And the other communities around would go, hey, <laughs> we love you. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. I don't really need your silversmith right here right now. Right. We're going to wait about a month. Yeah. You know? Yep. We're going to wait till the next moon. You know? Yeah. They, they absolutely knew of the, uh, of the, of the, of the danger. Uh, they knew what it could do. Uh, and yet they did not put... A clause, a sentence, a word, anything into the Constitution. Uh, nothing went into the Declaration well, they of also Independence. Also, what the new nothing went into the Bill of Rights. Yeah, Jefferson knew what the word pretext meant. <laughs> yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. 
So you know, the, and like Kevin said, they knew how to act appropriately. If you if you got sick, you isolated yourself. Uh, if you thought you might be in danger, you isolated yourself, and the rest of the world went on. You start allowing mayors, governors, or people like that to all of a sudden, you know, say, uh, you know what, I'm going to create an emergency order that uh, says uh, not only do you have to self-isolate, but um, uh, no gun sales. Uh, you, or you, I can you, arrest you for congregating with your congregation. Yeah. That's what you get when you get tyrants. You give tyrants a little bit of power. Uh, and, and that's uh, what you're going to see. Imagine if your homeowners association president had the authority to tell you, you can't even change the light bulbs outside your house without my written permission. That's the kind of people that end up in these jobs. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what we've seen. And we've seen it uh, all over the country. We've given you the examples already, this, uh, this program. And this is what you have to, you have to stand up for yourself. I understand we want to be safe. You have to protect your family. And, and, and you know what? Stop worrying about what other people are doing. Well, you know, if they go out, they could spread around. There's a, there's a rash of it in, going on in Washington State where people are reporting curfew violations. People are reporting essential business violations. You know what? Hey, Mrs. Kravitz, go back inside and worry about what you're doing. Don't worry about what the rest of us are doing. You feel like you're going to be exposed? Then go inside and eat, you know, eat canned goods look, and look, boxed goods for the rest you, of your life. You cannot save everyone else. Save yourself. Yep. And if they're stupid enough to go out there and catch it and they die, they're not in the gene pool anymore. Yeah. Just, you know, protect you and yours. Let everybody else protect them and theirs. Yeah. Exactly right. But I'm not having any fun. They shouldn't have any fun either. Oh, that's get, isn't that really what it comes down to? Down, download much. the yeah. TikTok. Yeah. Download the TikTok. It'll give you plenty to do. Yeah, it's absolutely ridiculous. So, so stay safe. Listen, wash your hands. Uh, by the way, you can also shower. It's not just wash your hands. You can shower and do all your really? regular bathing. Oh, yeah, good. Yeah, yeah you, can do, you can do all of that. So, um, hey, stick around. We get back. Uh, things work out well. We should have Alexander Rubian with us. Oh, uh, hopefully, hopefully, we'll see how it goes. So, uh, stick around, and we'll see you next segment. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Ever want to accessorize your tactical rifle? Then you want the tactical excellence of GunTech USA. GunTech, a family-owned and operated manufacturer of tactical accessories for AR-15, AR-10, and AK-47 style rifles. For nearly three decades, GunTech USA has been producing the finest quality pistol grips, rail systems, scope mounts, slings, compensators, flash hiders, hand guards, iron sights, and more. Check online at GunTechUSA.com to see their vast selection of parts and accessories and to locate a dealer near you. Whether you do your own gunsmithing or you have it done, when customizing your tactical rifle, insist on tactical excellence. Insist on GunTech USA parts. GunTech, a proud supporter of the Second Amendment and friends of Arms Room Radio. Check them out online today at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. GunTech USA. Defining tactical excellence for over 26 years. Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love bourbon? 
Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love whiskey? Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you love America? Boundary Oak Distillery. Then you'll love Boundary Oak Distillery. With names like Patton Armored Diesel, Sinful 69, and Lincoln Straight Bourbon, you can't go wrong. Boundary Oak Distillery. Located in the hills of central Kentucky, Boundary Oak Distillery is the first licensed distillery in Hardin County since Prohibition. Boundary Oak Distillery. Boundary Oak Distillery is a proud supporter of military service members and their families. Boundary Oak Distillery. Learn more today about Boundary Oak Distillery and where you can get some at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. That's BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Boundary Oak Distillery. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. I'm Alan Gottlieb, founder of the Second Amendment Foundation. When someone says, we don't need that kind of gun, remind them the Founding Fathers determined what rights our Constitution should protect. There's a world of difference between rights and needs. It is not the function of government to tell us what we need or what we don't. Certainly no one needs an assault rifle or a Saturday Night Special, or for that matter, no one needs a Corvette with a high-capacity horsepower engine capable of speeds to 150 miles per hour. But in the hands of honest, responsible individuals, we have the right of choice. We have the right to read books others don't like. We have the right to listen to any radio program we choose. We have the right to dress the way we want to. We also have the right to own firearms of our choice. So the next time someone tells you, you don't need something, tell them. It's the Bill of Rights, not the Bill of Needs. Join the Second Amendment Foundation today so that this message and our Bill of Rights might live. Call 425-454-7012. That's 425-454-7012. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Mike. The following segment is brought to you by Boundary Oak Distillery. Do you like bourbon? Do you like America? Then you're going to love Boundary Oak Distillery. Check them out today at BoundaryOakDistillery.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Uh, as promised, we got him on the line for you. Let's jump right into him, because I know he's got some great stories that he's, uh, he's had to deal with over the past week. Please welcome Mr. Alexander Rubian from uh, the New Jersey Second Amendment Society. Alexander, welcome back to the program. Thanks for having me back on, Mike. Hey, uh, you know, listen, I've been watching your videos. We've been following. Everybody should be following NJ2AS.org. You've, uh, you've had your hands filled. Yeah, it never ends. These people did not waste any opportunity to try to exploit a tragedy to push forward their radical and draconian agenda. For those of you who don't know, Governor Murphy made a unilateral decision to close gun shops and gun ranges in New Jersey while hundreds of thousands of people were rushing out to buy guns, first-time gun buyers especially, the police department shut down the application process, then the governor shut down gun stores, having nothing to do with safety whatsoever. Uh, I had the opportunity to ask the governor about this at one of his press conferences last week, uh, where he didn't talk about public safety. He didn't talk about uh, viruses and bacteria and, and give any type of medical opinion. He talked about how he just personally hates the Second Amendment and hates guns while he had himself surrounded by armed guards. (laughs) 
right. um, and, and how he decided that gun ranges are not essential. And luckily, the Department of Homeland Security and the Trump administration came to save us and made sure they put out a directive saying that gun shops and gun ranges are essential. But, but you, you went back to, to, to have a little conversation with him at the press conference where he talked about that. So our video content went viral. It's received millions and millions of views nationwide. And everybody started contacting the governor's office and the governor's social media. And ultimately, the day following that, he became infuriated with me, started <laughs> attacking my credentials, stating that I'm not real press, that I'm not media, even though I've been doing this for years now. Right. My grandfather's an award-winning journalist and publicist. Um, it runs in the family. It runs in the blood. Nobody ever had an issue with it. But the second he was challenged and the nation fired back against his radical and draconian policies and mindset, uh, suddenly he had a change of heart with me and decided that you're not real impressed. Uh, you don't belong here. Um, and therefore, I'm going to have my armed guards kick you out and make sure you never come back. Yeah, and yeah. luckily... Luckily, other friends of mine, people in the media as well that I've worked with and I um, that mentor me and, I, and and whatever I look up to because of their incredible objective um, uh, journalistic skills, right. stuck up for me. Where he once again tried lying to the nation and said, "Oh, you know, I, I guess uh, that guy over there got what he wanted. That's why he's not showing up anymore." Uh, pointing in the direction where, where I always report from, right. uh, where a brave reporter stood up to him and said, no, actually, you didn't let him in. He was locked outside. <laughs> and he, he starts laughing, saying, oh, that wasn't our intention. So somebody is lying here. This could possibly be Murphy's so-called bridge gate, but instead it'll be press gate. Because who gave the command to make a unilateral decision that I'm not a member of the press and they don't want me there anymore, so they fabricate new rules out of thin air to make sure that I'm not allowed. And even more so, while he leaves millions of New Jerseyans defenseless to the opportunity of being able to buy firearms and other tools to protect their homes, their loved ones, and so forth, he sends his thugs after me to make sure that I do not come into his press conference. Yeah, it is, it's crazy. This is, How many events have we, I've sat next to you at where you, you have full media credentials from whatever organization that we happen to be dealing with? It's never a question, except when you have to go stand there with your, your chief executive in your state. Exactly, and that's the best part about it. They, um, I have a recordings over the years of him uh, picking on me, saying, okay, what's your question? Introduce myself. I've never, and by the way, this, I've never be became confidential with this, confrontational with him whatsoever. Uh, it's all there on video where he's it, it, uh, complimented our reporting skill, complimented our questions, saying, hey, that's a great question, uh, da, 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 or that's a great question. The attorney general should handle that one. Mr. Attorney General, what do you have to say? Right. Uh, so it was never an issue until he disagreed with me. Right. You know, and, and that is, you know, the bigger issue here is how not only the three levels of government, but also how the media have conspired against our civil rights. Oh, sure. That's what it comes down to. If they want to claim that we're an advocacy organization, go put on CNN or MSNBC. And don't tell me for a second that those news channels are not advocating for a certain agenda. Oh, know, and, and that's how they want to control. That's how they're trying to control the messaging, the, uh, the, the broadcasting, the newspapers, the media. Every time you turn the news on, 
it's bad Republicans, bad Republicans, bad Republicans. Guns are bad, guns are bad, guns are bad. And they're always pushing forward a left-wing agenda, uh, a socialist agenda. You know, and that's why it's really important to support uh, broadcasts like yourself and other great, you know, uh, radio shows, because we're getting out the news. We're getting out the truth. And they can't stand that. The most shocking part about this is how my grandfather would tell me stories about how Fidel Castro used to, you know, came in with armed guards, confiscated all of our, our family's property, and then stopped his ability to disseminate information and use. And this is the Cuba that my family fled, fled from, where they want to have control over every aspect of your life, including the information that comes into your household or onto your phone that could possibly work against uh, the, their, you know, how they conspire with the left-wing media today. You know, this this is exactly why the founding fathers did not put something like this in the Constitution. They were well aware of, 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 of pandemics and epidemics. Many of their family members died from disease, yet there was no word, no sentence, no nothing in the Constitution that says mm, you can suspend rights if somebody says uh, there's a pandemic or there's an epidemic or there's an emergency. Because we knew, as, and they well knew, said. and we know that the first time, the first opportunity, people like... Governor Murphy, Governor Newsom, Governor Inslee, you know, we were given the opportunity that this was going to happen. They were going to immediately jump on your rights and take you down. Exactly. They never, ever leave it past them to want to exploit any situation to infringe on your rights. And the most, most important lesson about all this is this is part of their agenda to normalize it. Yes. Right? Yes. Because what's next? They're going to say... Uh, oh, this is a national emergency. This is a statewide emergency. We have to shut down gun stores again because of all the violence occurring by our Democrat-controlled cities like Camden, Newark, Jersey City, and Trenton. Uh, you know, it's, this is a national health crisis, a statewide health crisis. We have to shut down these stores. There's too many killings going on in, in our urban neighborhoods. While they simultaneously, simultaneously release criminals yeah. from prisons and jails. Absolutely ridiculous. They're going to lecture us on that. And that's the scary part about how they're trying to normalize this so that the next time it happens, people will be like, well, you know, it's for public safety. Yeah. You don't want people going out there yeah. and buying guns and, and uh, you don't know who's buying them. Yeah. Meanwhile, while the lockdown's going on in Chicago, gun deaths have gone down. You know, go figure. You know, that's amazing. Um, I heard yeah. Sheriff Villanueva out in Los Angeles County say that when he when he shut down the gun stores out there, he does he wasn't shutting them down to shut down the sales of guns. He was shutting them down because too many people were waiting in line and it was dangerous for them because they weren't social distancing. Sure, <laughs> that's there's, there's yeah, there's no evidence of that. If that's the argument that you can make, yeah. then why not shut down everything, including sure. supermarkets? Yeah, uh, this is once again part of their agenda That's it. to normalize this type of uh, this type of fear mongering, yep. this outrage, so that people give up their rights, not even realizing it, and being becoming de um, like yeah, desensitized to, to the to the to, to having rights. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly yeah, to right. having your rights win. And and you know, human behavior it speaks volumes that gun stores are selling out. Exactly. Uh, Governor Murphy in the best part, I haven't even made this announcement yet. Governor Murphy lied to my face and said not one person has called his office complaining about gun stores being closed. Oh, it's just, well, it's just such lies. It's surprise, just surprise. Just lies. It came to our attention through another news media outlet that they called the office, and the office actually admitted that over 500 people have called yeah. in just a few days yeah. Yeah. complaining that gun stores are closed. Yeah. So this this man lies and lies and lies. Oh, yeah. And he cannot 
stand the fact yeah. that people like you and I, normal citizens, normal Amer- American, let's just call them Americans, that Americans like us, yep. dare question his authority about what's right it's for ridiculous. him and what's, and what's, you know, what's wrong for us it's ridiculous. while he surrounds himself with armed guards. Alexander, how do people follow you in NJ2AS? We're NJ2AS.org. We're on all social media platforms at NJ2AS. Go check out our YouTube channel. Go check us out on Instagram, on Facebook, and most importantly, go to our website. Join NJ2AS because what happens in New Jersey does not stay in New Jersey. And we have to change the national narrative and stop this behind enemy lines. I'm, I'm proud to say we have so many supporters from Florida and other states that proudly support NJ2AS. And that means a lot to us. So join us so that we can help fight back these tyrants behind enemy lines. Me? I started smoking when I was 13. I always thought when the time came, I could quit. No problem. Then at 28, I tried to go cold turkey, and I found out how hard it really was. I made it all day without a smoke. (laughs) Right until I met up with the guys. But I learned something that night. In fact, every time I tried to quit, there were more than a few, I learned a little more about what worked and what didn't work for me. And when I realized that I wasn't alone that most people don't quit on their first or second attempt, I knew there was still hope. Today, I'm an ex-smoker. My only advice is to never, ever give up trying to quit. If you're trying to quit smoking, the American Lung Association is here to help every step of the way. Visit quitterinyou.org for tools, tips, and stories from smokers we've helped to finally quit for good. The American Lung Association. We support the Quitter in You at quitterinyou.org. There are a lot of things teenagers hope for. Homecoming. Getting a cell phone. My first boyfriend. But the things they shouldn't have to hope for? Finding a home. Getting a family. Having someone to care about me. Over half of the 500,000 kids out there in need of foster care are 12 and up. They need a caring home just as much, maybe even more, as the littlest ones. If your heart is big enough for a bigger kid, take this chance and give them a chance. Kids Peace, your local children's charity, can match an older child with your family and provide training for their special needs, financial support, even a 24-hour support team that's just a phone call away. Their needs may be bigger, but so are the rewards. To find out more, contact Kids Peace at 1-866-4-KIDS-PEACE or visit fostercare.com. With a little more effort, you can make a huge difference in the life of a bigger kid. The need is growing, so call or click today. We all play a role in keeping our community safe. Every day, we move in and out of each other's busy lives. It's easy to take for granted all the little moments that make up our every day. Some are good, others not so much. But that's life. It's when something doesn't seem quite right that it's time to pay attention. Because only you know what's not supposed to be in your every day. So protect your every day. If you see something suspicious, say something to local authorities. Young men just don't seem to listen to the radio anymore. They're too busy with their earpods and TV games. It's iPods and video games? Whatever. Point is, young men are probably not listening to me right now, but they will listen to you. So I need you to remind them to register with Selective Service when they turn 18. It's an easy way to keep the door open to important benefits, like college loans and government jobs. And it's the law. So please, feel free to remind them to go to sss.gov or any post office to register. I heard that. 
You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. This segment of Arms Room Radio is brought to you by GunTech USA. For tactical excellence, check them out online at GunTechUSA.com. That's G-U-N-T-E-C-U-S-A.com. The Fallen Hero segment of Arms Room Radio is proudly brought to you by MaxLawOrlando.com. Army First Lieutenant Robert W. Collins died April 7, 2010, serving during Operation Iraqi Freedom. Collins, 24, of Tyrone, Georgia, was assigned to the 1st Battalion, 64th Armor Regiment, 2nd Brigade Combat Team, Fort Stewart, Georgia. Collins was killed in action in Mosul, Iraq, when enemy forces attacked his vehicle with an improvised explosive device. Lieutenant Collins attended the U.S. Military Academy at West Point. He decided he wanted to go after September 11, 2001 terror attacks. He seemed to really be having a neat experience working with the local populace. He was thriving as a leader of men, his mother Sharon Collins said. Sandy Creek High School football coach Chip Walker said Collins worked hard and encouraged his teammates to do the same. Collins is also survived by his father, Deacon, and his girlfriend of eight years, Nicole. Army First Lieutenant Robert W. Collins, you are not forgotten. If you or a family member or a friend have any legal issues whatsoever, feel free to give me a call at 407-480-2179 or on my cell at 407-467-4960, and I will do everything I can to see if you can get the answers you need for your friends or family or yourself to whatever your legal issue is. Thank you, Kevin. Thank you again for sponsoring the program, for sponsoring this segment of the program. You've been doing it since we started. Uh, Folks, if you want to hear... You're, or someone you know or someone you've read about in a book or seen in the movies here on the Fallen Hero segment, just to reach out to us at uh, you know armsroomradio.com. You can reach us there. Hey, on the line with us, we have the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Please welcome back to the program, Major Bill. Major Bill. Ground control's a major Bill. Take your protein pills hey guys, how's everybody doing this week? Doing pretty good, sir. Doing pretty good. How are things? Uh, well, listen, I, I mean, I, I can't wait to hear this, but how are things going in the world of law enforcement? Uh, you know, <laughs> c- c- considering the uh, the world of Corona that we have going on around us. Yes, yes, uh, things are uh, at maximum capacity. Not to be confused with maximum effort. <laughs> uh, MaxLawOrlando.com. Uh, by the way, Kevin, that's another twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Uh, but no, we are, we are yeah twenty bucks. Twenty bucks every time I say, you know, MaxLawOrlando.com. Uh, but no, we we are at at uh, surge capacity. We are uh, a lot of uh, the uh, emergency services, not just law enforcement, but fire rescue, uh, the hospitals, clinics, things like that. It's uh, it's uh, ramped up pretty good, uh, as you've probably seen in, in the uh, news down here. Yeah. We have a lot of the COVID test sites. we got the, the Florida National Guard uh, out there working very hard. 
uh, have worked with a lot of their their folks in in the emergency operations center. Uh, and let me tell you, uh, they are twice the citizen. Uh, yeah, it, yeah, for sure. They they are out there. They're they're doing what they can for their community, and it's making a great impact. Uh, so kudos to the uh, the Florida Army National Guard and the Florida Air Guard. Uh, we have some, some of their medical personnel out there with us as well. Right, right, yeah, all, all top notch people. And listen, the uh, state of Florida is on lockdown as well. So these are not just you know people coming from somewhere else to help. They're just like you know every other first responder. You know their families are locked down as well. Yes, yes, they are. And uh, you know with this new normal that we're dealing with. Uh, with the lockdown, especially now that we have the, you know, Governor DeSantis has uh, put out the statewide uh, stay-at-home order. Um, you know, all services, not just law enforcement uh, and, and medical and, and fire rescue, but all services are stretched out. And we are having to adjust how we respond uh, when people call the police. Uh, so what a lot of agencies are doing, and mine as well, is that we have ramped up and we've implemented. Mike, you remember this when we first had our, our careers? When you got hurt, you went to the phone reporting unit. Yeah. Um, yep. Well, we we are bringing that back. We we have brought back uh, the phone reporting unit because you know nonviolent uh, delayed crimes or uh, you know misdemeanor reports or informations or stuff like that that you you know lost property, all those incidental type reports that an officer or maybe a police uh, or sheriff service aide would come out and do the report, um, we're now doing by phone. And because that is part of our way of, you know, social distancing. We're, we're protecting the public. We're respect, uh, protecting our, our first responders. Um, it has led to a couple uh, changes in our dynamics of how we deal with officer safety and, you know, the, the whole reactionary gap. Uh, you know, that that's, you know, we, we've been social distancing for, for all our careers, yeah. uh, but we called it something different. We called it, you know, you know, a reactionary gap or officer safety. Exactly. Uh, now we put a warm and fuzzy term of social distancing on it. Uh, and believe it or not, uh, you know, folks are still getting a little offended by it, you know. And, you know, you walk up to an officer and, you know, they say, hey, just you know, stand right there for me, please. Right, uh, right. They're still getting a little bit out of shape. Because, you know, cops, and uh, we are superheroes, but, you know, we're, we can be – impacted by by the corona uh, virus just like anybody else we've seen agencies in new york in los angeles in new jersey where officers and, and their their line level personnel have been decimated by the coronavirus yeah they're, they're coming up i mean the numbers are strong and now listen for the agencies they are um uh, like uh, NYPD earlier in the week i know they they had uh, you know over a thousand two thousand something somewhere in that range of people that had the uh, that, that turned up positive. Now they they tested the entire force, and there's thirty five thousand cops there. Now a lot of them did not have the symptoms, but you know, listen, you you, you turn up positive, you get to go do quarantine, or you get to ride the desk and uh, take the reports over the phone is what is what you get. Yeah, and, and that's that's essentially what we've been doing. Those those officers that are quarantined or they're um, they're on a modified uh, type work schedule because of maybe a family member uh, needs assistance at home with. Uh, you know, with school still being out and there's no adult daycares and things like that, so you have your elderly population or family members that need help, uh, we're adjusting schedules for officers, and that's where this phone reporting unit comes in. And, you know, people can't, you got to realize that, you know, you call unless you're calling for a real-life, honest-to-goodness, life-and-death emergency, it's going to be a while before an officer gets there 
but more likely you're going to get a phone call back. Yeah, and, and we're going to do it over the phone. And stop calling with stupid stuff. All right, we saw this story out of Oregon where what they're calling nine one one because they can't get any toilet paper. Just right. stupid. Don't don't be stupid. And you don't need to be calling when, when well. Listen, I think they're violating the uh, the lockdown order. I don't know. I don't think he's going to get groceries. Quit being a busybody and, and mind your own self and keep your own family safe and stop bothering law enforcement for crap. Right. Uh, you know, we're, we're out there. We're doing the best we can with what we got. Uh, and all these incidental calls, because, you know, Mike, that you if, uh, you know, people call, we haul. You know, we've we got to go check it out. But we're, we're, we're tying our officers up on, on calls that, that they shouldn't be responding out to. Yeah, every time you call for a... Toilet paper call every time you you call to re, report your neighbor violating a emergency order essential work business you know item is 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 somebody that's really in need of emergency services uh, they can't get it because they're gonna deal with your garbage so I, I'm sorry you know don't be a busybody take care of yourself and your family and 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 do not worry about what anybody else is doing take care of yourself absolutely you know realize that we're all in this together. We have families that we want to go to home to as well, uh, but we're out there, and, and you know, quite frankly, all our emergency services personnel are are exposed, and there's that danger for it. Yeah, every day, all day long, it happens. Uh, it, it's just it's just amazing, and and then going home and, and having to you know deal with the families because you're you're dealing with everybody's problems, and and like you said, it's not just the officer safety distance. Now you got to go home. You listen. Do you have a decontamination station when you go home before you, uh, you hit the rest of the family? Well, yeah. I mean, well, we've done that for, for years, but yeah. my uh, my neighbor is a doctor, and he's actually camping out in a tent in his garage to stay away from his family so that he can go back and forth to work. Yeah. Um, you know, just the sacrifices that, that folks are making out there uh, is, is incredible, and but we have to remain vigilant. We've got we to stay well, and we we got to be out there. When when people hit that 911, you know, we're, we're on our way. Yeah, and, and, and doing doing everything you can. And, and again, now, now listen, there's always been a threat of exposure to all kinds of other stuff, but now you got the, the, the threat of exposure to this. It's, it's absolutely, uh, you know, bravery, uh, you know, at, at the finest definition right there. Uh, Major, thank you for joining us, and please, especially now, uh, stay safe. Absolutely. All my brothers and sisters in blue, remember, wear your vest, wear your seatbelt, wear your mask and your gloves, check your six, and always go home at the end of your shift. You listen to Arms Room Radio coming to you live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Guys, we'll see you right after the break. The Keltec PMR30 is no run-of-the-mill 22 Magnum lightweight pistol, not with its unique hybrid blowback system and 30-round magazine. So when you get a rush from that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, brace yourself. There's 29 more. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. Hey everyone, this is Mike from Arms Room Radio. Do you have a CERT SIRT laser training pistol? If you don't have a CERT laser training pistol from Next Level Training, then you're wrong and probably ISIS. But you don't have to take my word for it, but you better listen to what Major Bill has to say. This is Major Bill, the Chief Law Enforcement Officer of Arms Room Radio. Do you want to get your daily trigger pulls in? The CERT laser training pistol is how you get your daily trigger pulls in. Get one now at nextleveltraining.com or you're just not a real American. That's nextleveltraining.com. Tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. America. 
Thank you for calling Next Level Training. This is Jen. How can I help you today? Hi, Jen. This is Mike. Is this the home of the Next Level Training CERT SIRT training pistol? It sure is. Jen, do you have military discounts? Of course. How about law enforcement discounts? Law enforcement and military always receive 20% off at Next Level Training. Wow, that's awesome. What about if I'm an instructor? We also have specific packages designed exactly for instructors. Jen, what if I want to buy a lot of them all at once? Yeah, we offer volume pricing. Are the CERT pistols made in America? Right here in Washington State. Do the CERT pistols have a warranty? All of our CERT training pistols come with a one-year warranty. How can I purchase one? You can purchase one online anytime at nextleveltraining.com, or you can purchase one over the phone with me. Jen, can you answer one last question for me? Yeah. Will you go to the prom with me? Not a chance. Thanks for calling, though. If you want your very own CERT SIRT training pistol, just go to nextleveltraining.com. That's nextleveltraining.com. And be sure to tell them the guys from Arms Room Radio sent you. You're listening to Arms Room Radio, live from the Ideal Concealed Cell Phone Pistol Studios. If you want to talk to the guys, go to armsroomradio.com and find out how. Arms Room Radio is on the air live, coast to coast and around the world. Now, here's Earl. The following segment is brought to you by Snag Mag. Snag Mag is the premier concealment holster for your magazine. Check them out today at snagmag.com. Hey, welcome back to Arms Room Radio, coming to you live from the Ideal Conceal Cell Phone Pistol Studios. Last segment of the program, just rolls around. Ready? Comes around that quick, comes around that quick. Listen, we, uh, we hope you've, uh, you've learned something. We hope maybe you've been entertained a little bit, uh, you know, during the last uh, hour and 45 minutes. And, uh, you know, maybe you get a little bit more out of the last segment here. Um, hey, I want to talk to you about uh, this, you know, this guy. This guy, this guy, Cody Wilson. This guy. You guys remember Cody Wilson from uh, Defense Unlimited? Um, he's he was a a large pro Second Amendment guy. Took on uh, the Obama administration when he released 3D blueprints online that you could uh, you know print a gun, 3D print a gun. Releasing the files, the files. to use Correct. in your 3D printer Correct. that resulted in a firearm. And it was a great legal battle. You know, it was it was all kinds of things like, going on. It's, it's like Larry Flint. Yes, when Larry was fighting for the First Amendment exactly rights right. to publish yeah. pornography. Yes, it, yeah. you know, it, not everybody agreed that that was appropriate, but right. it's about the right to do it. Correct. Not Correct. that you want to look at it, right? Because I wouldn't, right? But he has the right. In the in the midst of all that, uh, you know, but this is about a year, year and a half ago when this happened, uh, Cody got charged with uh, having. Uh, unlawful carnal knowledge with a woman under 18 years old, a, a, a child in Texas there. And I guess he'd gone on like sugardaddy.com or something like that. I don't even know if that's through a website. I think that's what it was. And I found out that uh, the girl was uh, underage. I think she was 16. Uh, and, at the, and, and of course, when the time that breaks out, he's in Thailand. They have a certain kind of tourism in that part of the world. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And, and now he said he was over there doing, uh, you know, Meeting with the gun manufacturing or parts manufacturings and something like that. Yeah, who know, Who knows what it really was? And Kevin's absolutely right. That's what they're. And you know, for if you're going to go somewhere to look at gun parts, you go to Israel, don't you, Earl? Yeah. yeah. What? You writing a book? <laughs> so, and we and Cody kind of dropped off. You know, he had the felony charges. He got extradited back from uh, from Thailand. And um, you know, the last uh, person I saw that was extradited from Thailand, I think, was uh, maybe it was Malaysia. Was Victor Boot? 
<laughs> my phone blew up. <laughs> uh, for, if, if anybody's ever seen Lord of War, that's that's uh, Victor. Uh, that's Victor. That's Victor. Yeah. Boot, yeah. Um, and so Cody kind of dropped off the face of the earth. You know, it looked like he was going to jail for a very, very long time. Well, I guess in September, uh, but, you know, five six months ago, he pled guilty to injuring uh, a minor. Right. Um, and Some form of child abuse. Yes, yes. He had to yes. he had to register as a sex offender. He had to uh, he had no jail time. He's on probation, and it was four hundred and seventy five hours of community service plus a sex offender class. He's got to go to. Oh, and, and anything that he has that has the internet, he they, can't, he they can't, get to monitor. Yeah, yeah. They, they they've got a he's got to register the IP addresses, and they can watch whatever he's doing. Right, right. So he's popped back up. Uh, over the past couple of days, week or so, he has uh, a new subsidiary company called DefCAD. Remember, it used to be Defense Distributed. Now it's DefCAD. And what they've done, what Cody's done as the director of that, uh, that organization, is re-released blueprints to firearms. And not just a couple like last time. He's released, hold on, 3,680 different blueprints for firearms. Uh, ones that can evidently be reproduced on a 3D printer. Now... Listen, if you, if you release a, a Beretta 9mm prints and put it on your plastic printer, all you're going to get is a, is a toy. You, you know, it's not going to do anything. There's a couple that we know, two or three, that you could build. But if you're using a $200 printer, plastic printer, all it's going to do is blow up in your hand. Now, if you get one of them $10,000, $15,000 printers that has higher grade material, you may be able to actually get a single you, you shot You might be able to build a frame yeah. Yeah. that you could install the metal parts into. Correct. And, and have a functional firearm. Correct. But it's still not going to be an all-plastic gun. No. No. It's, uh, it's, no. I mean, the Beretta is an all-steel frame. Yes. Yeah. But you, go, you could build a Glock frame on that. It's, yep. it's, it's synthetic. Yes. You know, it's a, it's a resin-based composite. What? You could try to do that. And even with a with a Glock frame, there's still there's metallic parts yeah. in the frame, yep. right. and then also the slide and the barrel are yeah, they're all 100 yeah, percent so, metallic. And then so. you have this small issue with the fact that the Glock company out of Smyrna, Georgia, is going to sue the living bejesus <laughs> out of you, yeah. and you don't know what pain is. Yeah. Until a southern German law, Austrian lawyer <laughs> comes after you yeah. Ooh, with a Belgian yeah. accent, yeah. Yeah. it's not. It's, a, it's yeah. not gonna. Yeah. You, yeah. You're it's not a, nine yeah. nine. You're not gonna like it. It's yeah. not gonna be fun. Yeah. It's not gonna be fun. So Cody's released uh, this under the new company. Now, the last time what he got in trouble for was when he put him on the internet. The ITAR regulations, the international trafficking uh, in arms, uh, trafficking arms, yeah, international trafficking arms, trafficking arms, which used to fall under the State, State Department. Yeah. Um, President Trump moved that under commerce, thereby allevi alleviating a lot of the ITAR standards. A lot of gun parts now can be sold back and forth with the government's approval a lot simpler now because it got moved from state to commerce where it should have been in now, the first com place. Commerce is really who should be managing it anyway because it's it's commerce, the international <laughs> trade. trade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So. He got in trouble because you could put that online and somebody in, uh, you know, in, in Austria could download that part. Somebody in, I'm not you know, worried about Austria. Yeah, well, somebody I'm, I'm in I'm worried in, about in northern Mexico. Yeah, there you go. So somebody in Mexico could download it. Well, what he's done this time is now it's a fee. You have to pay a $50 annual fee. Well, he's, to, he's got to pay probation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah. those community service he, hours he add needs, up. He needs money. Yep. What he's also done is required you to prove that you're a U.S. resident in the U.S. with a a picture ID, a government-issued ID, and your IP address to make sure you're where you, where you say you are. So he's uh, going to do a check to see 
if that IP address is actually inside of... In the United States, right. Uh, um, he's getting computer fancy. Huh? Correct, correct. What the opponents are saying is, well, what if somebody downloads that information and then they just email it to somebody in Mexico? Uh, and and my, my question is, Kevin, um, you, you know, maybe what, what, is, what does he have to do? You know, listen, when you buy a gun at a gun store, if you pass the background check, you give no outward signs that it's a straw purchase. And then that guy takes the gun out and sells it to somebody he shouldn't have. And that guy commits a crime with it. Well, the, the gun dealer's done nothing wrong. He's followed the rules. If Cody sells it to somebody and they've proven they're a resident, is just showing a driver's license enough or are there other steps he should be taking or? Has, has he done his due diligence? Or? Correct. I would have not set it up the way he has. I would include a non-disclosure agreement okay, uh, and some form of confidentiality agreement that he cannot share. The recipient cannot share that data with anyone. Right. Uh, without that, That's not allowed to have it. Right. You know, yeah, yeah. If they want it, they have to come get it directly from uh, DefCAD. So not even a... Listen, There's no uh, data sharing. Okay. okay. This, is, this is like uh, Mixler. You right. can't, you can't, yeah. uh, it's, it's, uh, yeah. there's no file sharing. Right. You're not allowed to do that. We own that and we licensed it to you and you alone. Right. If you give it to anybody else, now you've breached that agreement. And I would also include a liquidated damages clause in that non-disclosure agreement that's yeah. payable to the United States Department of Commerce in the amount of $100,000 for every person you send it to. Yeah. Just like if and you broke that law. Yeah. And now yeah. it's no longer something you can discharge through bankruptcy. Right. So the Internal Revenue Service can then go... Get a hold of you if you've decided to distribute it and squeeze your onions really hard. So there is a way if Cody does it the right way to make you Maybe. know that he could that he could sell us. Maybe, yeah, sure. Yeah. sure. But I mean, I, I, he's creepy. I don't want to. I, yeah. I, you know, I hope he's not listening because I don't want to give him any advice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, it's creepy. Yeah, yeah. it's um, it's, it's there. So folks, and, and 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 again, the reason we bring this to you is if you're one of those people that goes and pays fifty dollar fees because you want to download some plans, know that you're not free and clear. Oh, yeah. And believe me, when when something goes wrong with that, yeah. you're going to get a knock on the door from a government alphabet soup agency yeah. wanting to know everything that's on your computer. Don't be surprised if they take it. Yeah. And they also get your server information. They take that, uh, that if you've done it on your business computer in your office uh oh yeah uh and yeah. you work for a for an agency or you work for oh, bad, uh, an aerospace bad, bad company advice, bad advice don't do that yeah. boy your yeah. your your security clearance and your job are going to be yeah. gone yeah absolutely um they're not going to play that game with you in the least yeah. so you know just don't play stupid games that's it that's it Folks, we want to thank you for joining us this week. Stay safe, stay healthy, keep your family safe, keep your family healthy. Uh, and until we see you next week, uh, please uh, exercise your Second Amendment rights responsibly. If you aren't ready, get ready. And please just try to stay ready. Remember, keep your head on a swivel. Hey, Kevin, can I borrow a gun? No. And we don't rent pigs. Tech Sub-2000 semi-automatic rifle is sure to arouse your curiosity 
not just because it's foldable and adjustable, but because it can take most popular handgun magazines. So in that one millionth of a second, when innovation ignites performance, curiosity turns to pure adrenaline. Innovation. Performance. Keltec. See more at keltecweapons.com. If you carry concealed, how do you carry your backup magazine? On your belt? Loose in your pocket? Not at all? Snag Mag is the solution. It's the original concealed pocket magazine holster that looks like you're carrying a pocket knife. Concealed in plain sight and designed for a fast reload, you can be confident your backup ammo is exactly where you need it, when you need it. Find your holster today at snagmag.com. That's snagmag.com because there's no such thing as extra ammo.